Hi, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Girl Talk, Let's Talk, another episode with your host, yours truly, me, Bree. How are y'all doing today on this beautiful Sunday? I hope all is doing well. I hope your week last week was amazing, and I hope your weekend was even better. Um, For me, my week was a bit rough last week. I'm not going to lie, but I pushed through. I made it through. My weekend was everything that I needed plus more. When I tell y'all I didn't do nothing all weekend, nothing all weekend. I sat back. I relaxed. I depressed, de-stressed. I did that this weekend, and I did that by doing nothing. I didn't have to work this weekend. I didn't have any prior obligations this weekend. I just really just was by myself all weekend. Well, kind of. <laughs> but, you know, I just kind of just relaxed. I took myself to dinner on Friday. But let me tell y'all about my experience because I always take myself to dinner. Always. That's the thing. That's the thing that I do is. I started that when I moved here and I'm going to continue with doing it. Like it's going to be my thing forever. But okay, so y'all, I went to my favorite restaurant, right? Everybody knows I love me some seafood. So my favorite restaurant here is Crab Du Jour. Like we got this mutual understanding that when I come in the building, like things are just supposed to run correctly, right? Okay, so I guess the new people didn't catch that memo. All right, so I went to my day i took myself on my date so i had my seafood on friday that was friday night uh yeah on friday night and i get to the restaurant and um when i walk in because y'all they know me i when i tell you i'm there like um crap the joy get majority of my check i ain't even gonna lie so i walk in the restaurant and uh um hostess was like you want a table for one? Yes, ma'am. She's like, okay, I got you. So she went and sat me, you know, at a table or whatever. And then I was sitting there and I was just sitting there. And then the table came in after me. And somebody that came to them and took their order. They done got their drinks. I'm still sitting there just waiting, patiently waiting, just looking around. Because, like, how can you not see me? It's like... I'm not a small girl, so I don't know how you cannot see me, but okay. So I'm just watching as this other table, they got their drinks, they server came back, they ain't got their appetizers, and they midway through their appetizers, they food finna come out, and I'm still sitting there drinkless, appetizerless, foodless, and I'm trying to figure out what's really going on. So I don't watch that several servers walk from tables around me, and nobody came to my table so after waiting about 20 minutes i was real patient y'all real patient because i'm trying to get in the benefit of the doubt so after waiting about 20 minutes i finally get up and i walk over to the bar and i said do i have a server and she was like excuse me i said well i've been sitting over here at this table for 20 minutes and i said um i watched you cash this table out i watched another server um take this table's orders and bring out their drinks and their appetizers and now their food. And I'm sitting here like, where is my stuff? Like, where is my server? Why don't I even have a glass of water on the table? <laughs> like, can we make this make sense, please? 
So she was like, oh, you've been here for 20 minutes? Yes, ma'am. And she's like, nobody's came? No, ma'am. She's like, okay, I'll be right over. And so about maybe three minutes later, she come over to my table and like, I've been sitting here for 20 minutes, so I already know what I want, but I don't need no time. Plus I'm a regular. I come in here every week. Like I don't need no time. So I told her my order. I told her what drink I wanted. I told her what appetizer I wanted. And I went ahead and ordered my food. Boom, boom, boom. I'm knocking everything out at once. Okay. So she got my order. She, um, brought my drink out and then I had to use the restroom. So I told her, I was like, hey, I'm not leaving because, you know, I had to take my stuff with me because it's just me. I'm not going to leave my stuff. So anyways, I told her, I was like, hey, I'm not leaving. I'm just going to the restroom real quick. I'll be right back. So I come back and my oysters that I order as appetizers are sitting on the table. And I don't know how long my oysters been sitting on the table. I don't know if somebody walked by and put something in my oysters or not. Like, I don't want these oysters. And I ain't even trying to be a difficult person at this point. But it's just like, I'm not at my table. So I don't want my food just sitting there for anyone to just mess with. I work in the service industry. (laughs) I've been working in the service industry. If my customers are not at their table, I'm going to leave their food in the window until they get to their table. I told you I was running to the bathroom. So when my oysters came out... I feel as if you should have been like, okay, I'm going to hold on to them because she just ran to the bathroom. But you left them on the table. And I don't know how long they were on the table. And I don't know who's walked by my table. I don't know who's put something in my food. So I just politely pushed them to the side, you know. And so anyways, um, then like right after I sat down, my food came out. And I should have told them about the oysters, but... I honestly, like, it slipped my mind because now I got my food, so I'm good. So, at any end of the day, like, the server that she was also the bartender, like, I think she was so distracted talking on her phone because she had her little AirPod in her ear. She was on her phone. Um, she I seen her take a few shots. And I ain't saying there's nothing wrong with taking shots on the clock or whatever, if that's the policy. But I feel like... Also, make sure your customers are taken care of. Like I said, I work in the service industry. I've been doing this for a while. Like, I don't have complaints because I take care of my customers. I feel like, I'm not saying that they have to cater to my every need, but I feel like when I came to you and told you I was sitting there for 20 minutes, instead of making excuses to everybody else, you should have just been like, okay, I got you what you need or you know right away um you did not come check on me like I think she may have checked on me twice the whole time I was there and even when I was done eating like I sat there after I was done eating I sat there and I know for a good 45 minutes before even getting my check I could have easily walked out and she would not have known because she never came to me like I even told the buster, I was like, you can take all this stuff off the table because I'm done eating. I'm just waiting on my check. I sat there at an empty table. Like, the buster done cleaned my table. He done took the paper off. He done took all the napkins off. He done took the plates and everything, the buckets and everything off my table. I'm just sitting here at an empty table, and you never, like, you walk past me so many times when I try to get your attention. You never look my way. You were too busy on the phone holding a conversation. It was just... It was not the best experience. And I was so disappointed because when I tell y'all I go to this restaurant literally 
every week I go to this restaurant and like I said, like they, the ones who's not new, they know me there because I spend so much money there and I'm a great tipper, but I'm not even gonna lie. Y'all I gave her a $2 tip. That's all she got for me. Like she, she could have got so much more, but I gave her a $2 tip because I felt like that's all she deserved. Like your, your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Your focus was not on making sure that I, the customer, was taken care of. Your focus was on whatever you had going on in that conversation on that phone. And I did not appreciate that. So that's my spiel. That was my spiel. I'm done. I ain't got nothing else to say about it. Like, I really wanted to go the next day and get me some oysters, but I did not want to have the same experience. So I kind of just sat it out. But yeah, that's my spiel. That's where I'm at. And I ain't completely done with them because I'm not going to let one apple spoil the bunch. But I will say I've had better experiences. And that's not how I want to have my dates with myself. I want them to be great dates, you know. But next time I go, I make sure Dante is there so Dante can take care of me because I've never had an issue when Dante take care of me. So, yeah, that's that. <laughs> that was a lot. I'm sorry, y'all. I just had to tell somebody about that because... I was like, ain't no way I, I spend a lot of money. And it's not even, you know, I'm not, I don't even want to say that because I hate when people be like, I spend a lot of money and da 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 Like, because they don't know you. They don't know that you spend a lot of money. But I know that I spend a lot of money in there. And the, reg, the older people, not older people, but the older crew that's been working there, they know that I spend a lot of money there. And maybe she didn't know that because I had never seen her before. Um, however... It's not even about that. I just feel like when you have your customers, take care of your customers. Good customer service one-on-one. Take care of your customers. Like, if I'm coming and sitting down at a table, I shouldn't be sitting no longer than five minutes before you greet me. Like, literally no longer than five minutes before you greet me. And one thing that I, I worked in a lot of different restaurants, but one of my favorite restaurants that I worked in by far was Olive Garden because... Olive Garden, like, took you through an extensive training, and, like, they be on it. <laughs> they be on it. And they tell you, like, if your table ain't greeted within the first five minutes, oh, baby, that's your, t- that's your tip right there already. And I, I honestly believe that because when you sit and let a table just sit and sit and sit, like, you really just putting a bad taste in the customer's mouth it's all it all goes back to when you in a restaurant how do you want to be treated that's how you should treat your server your customers if you a server like you treat them how you want to be treated i know for sure i'm a patriot in a lot of different restaurants when i'm a server i treat my customers how i want to be treated as as it is if i was a patriot I check on them. I make sure they okay. I don't give them the opportunity to ask me for a refill. I keep walking around and make sure that they drinks I feel. And I, you, hey, would you like another drink? You know, can I, can I offer you another drink? Or can I get you this? Can I get you that? Like, it's just customer service one-on-one. Serving one-on-one. The service industry one-on-one. Um, but that's my rant with that. I'm done. I, I'm done. I'm not talking about that no more. So anyway, I want to get into what I have for today. Like my topic for today is watch your words. Watch your words. And um I this one has been 
resonating heavy on me, especially lately with everything that's been going on. And then I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts, um, studying a lot of different things. And everyone that I've been watching and studying and what I've been doing, like, it's all... Something always ties into watching your words, like watching your words. I was watching Sarah Jake Roberts the other day. I was watching her podcast with, on, um, I was watching her video on YouTube and she was, um, saying something about your words have power. Watch your words. Um, I was listening to one of my other podcasts. I think it's like, um, podcast for black girls and something like that. I forgot the name of it. But I um, was listening to it, and it was um, she, the girl in there was talking about watching your words, like what you say have power, what you say hurt people, whether you think you do or not. Like watch your words, and like um, I was listening to Pastor um, Pastor um, Tory um, Roberts, Sarah Jake's um, husband. And, he was mentioning, you know, watching your words. And it's just like, it just all keeps signing in, all keeps signing in. And it was really something that was like weighing on me that I wanted to do anyway. Um, because I feel like oftentimes we are stuck in the notion of, you know, when we was growing up, they had that little saying, sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt you. Like, that's a lie. That's a lie. I don't know who created that. Whoever created that, they were delusional. They were delulu. They was cray-cray. Because words do hurt. And words can cut real deep majority of the time. Like, I'm always careful with my choices of words. Even when I'm upset, I'm very, very, very careful with the things I say. Especially when I'm upset. I'm very careful with the things I say because it's easy to just go off when you're upset. It's easy to just let what's in your head come out your mouth when you're upset. And when you do that, it opens up another gate like of destruction. Like It really does. And one of the things that I really, really try to do is when I'm upset... I try to just take a moment to breathe, take a moment to breathe, to step away from the situation, analyze everything, get my thoughts together. And then I come back. I don't like, I don't like heated arguments because I don't ever want to say anything that I can't take back. And once those words come out your mouth, it's not, there's not like you got a vacuum cleaner that'd be like, oh, let me suck them back in. No, once they come out, they out. That's it. That's, that's all it's done. Like, and that's one of the things for me that I really, 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 really try hard to do. Like, I try really hard not to say anything that I know I cannot take back. That, that's just me. And Sometimes with doing that, it make it may seem like as if I'm a pushover or I'm letting people get over on me or I'm letting people say or do anything, but it's really not. It's, it's that, that's not the case. It's that I'm really trying to be real particular with what I say because I know what's in my head. <laughs> you get me? Like, I know what's in my head. I know what I want to say. Like, I know what the flesh is wanting me to say. Let's say that. But I always want to speak from my heart. Because speaking from your heart will get you a lot further than speaking from 
what your flesh will. Because your flesh is going to always get you in trouble. Always. 90% of the time, that flesh is going to get you in trouble. So I always try to speak from my heart. And I choose my words as to where it's not going to hurt or affect the next person. I wish everybody would be more careful with their words. I don't know if y'all like me, but I'm a filler. I'm a filler and I'm a thinker and I'm an overthinker. And so when somebody say things to me, like when they say something to me, I take them words and I, I analyze them words. I break those words down and it can be it can be something good. You can say something good to me, but I'm still going to be like dissecting what you said. Like, is, it, is this really true? Da, 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 da. Like, that's the type of person I am. So when you say something harsh to me, I'm really dissecting. And I'm like, am I really this person? For instance, my friend Tasha, before he passed away, he and I had a um, a disagreement because I heard some things about him that I did not too much particularly care for. And I knew that it would have been a fake of me to not to go to him and be like, hey, this is what was said. You might want to like, be careful who in your circle, who who you like got in your corner because everybody who say they're rooting for you, not really for you. And I didn't want to say everything that was said because at the end of the day, like I didn't want to hurt him. So I was really trying to choose my words wisely. And I guess I should have just thought it through before bringing it to him. But I didn't like it was heavy on me. So I brought it to him and I was like, I don't want to tell you exactly what's said right now. Like, let me think about it. Give me some time to pray about it. Get my words together. And then I'm gonna let you know. Well, he didn't like that because it was like, oh, well, you not telling me what was said. You have to be in faith. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, I'm really not like I really just want to. And I really wanted him to understand, like the person I am. I, I'm going to choose my words wisely. I'm not just going to say anything like I'm I'm not going to do that. Even if it was already said from someone else, like I'm really going to choose my words wisely because I know words have power and they hurt. They hurt. Don't let nobody tell you words don't hurt. They is lying to you. They, they are lying to you. Words do hurt and they hurt bad and they scar forever. There's some words that people have said to me like years and years ago that still resonates in my soul today. So don't you let nobody tell you words don't hurt. Words do hurt. Watch your words. Watch what you say. And so like we never really got a chance to talk about um, everything because he ended up getting sick and he ended up passing away, unfortunately. Um. But I know deep down in my heart, he knows my heart was pure. And at least I hope he knows my heart was pure. And, well, now he's listening now, so he knows my heart is pure. But it was just, I got where he was coming from, but I just really wanted him to understand that I'm not going to say anything that I can't take back. And I'm not going to say anything that's going to hurt you. Like, even when people hurt me, when they say words that hurt me, 
I'm not the one to just go back off and just pop off with words that's going to hurt you. Because for one, I don't believe in that tick for tack type of thing. Like, you hurt me, so I got to hurt you. No, no, because, baby, one thing about it is I'm a child of God. At the end of the day, I am a child of the most high. And I don't have to fight the battles. I do not have to fight these regular old battles. Like, I really pick and choose. I pick and choose my battles because I already know I don't have to fight my battles. What they said, the battles is not yours. It belongs to who? Yes, indeed. So when you doing me wrong and you think you done got over on me, baby, (laughs) let me tell you, karma is something else. I'm going to tell you that. And not even that, like, what God can do to you is way worse than what I can do. So I sit back because he sees, he hears, and he knows it all. I sit back and I be like, I'm going to let you handle this one, God. (laughs) Oh, that that be the good side of me. (laughs) The, The other side of me be like, this person definitely got me messed up. That ain't the word I be using all the time, but... Like, this person definitely got me messed up. This person definitely thought, like, <laughs> but then I'd be like, you know what? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This one ain't mine. This one is not mine. I'm going to let you have this one, Lord. This one ain't mine. <laughs> Go ahead and show them who the boss. Show, show them. That's how I be because, listen, it don't be long before it, it turned right back around on them. It don't be long. So people be thinking, oh, you such a pushover. Oh, you let people do this. You let people say this. You let people do anything. No, 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 no. That's not the case. It may seem like that. That's not the case. That is not the case. I let the Lord fight my battles. Now, there are some battles that I have to fight myself. But other than that, I let the Lord fight my battles. Because, baby, (laughs) when he get a hold of you. It ain't nothing that I can do, but nobody else can. So I let him fight because I don't fight fair. (laughs) I was just going to say that. I don't fight fair. So, yes, I let, I, most of my battles, I let God handle them. I do. That don't mean that I don't, I don't remember what you did because I definitely remember. I definitely remember. One thing about me. I'm going to remember some stuff, okay? So I definitely remember. And I don't forget. <laughs> I ain't going to forget. So I might, hey, how you doing? Smiling, cheesing, whatever. But just know I ain't forgot. <laughs> I have not forgot. And um, I think that's where most people mistaken my kindness for weakness. I'm not weak. Not by not by no means whatsoever. I choose to walk away from situations. I choose not to acknowledge certain things because I feel like everything don't deserve my energy. If I was to give into every little thing that someone said or every little thing that someone did to me, like I would really be battling a lot of demons. I ain't trying to do that. You know, this piece that I got, this cool facade ambiance that I got, like, I ain't trying to ruin that. 
because you want to tussle. Like, you can tussle by yourself. Baby, you're not going to get this energy up out of me. I'm too old, for one. Way too old. For the back and forth, too old. For the he say, she say, too old. For the oh, I heard, too old. <laughs> that's my, that's, <laughs> that is my answer to it all. Like, I'm too old. I don't want to go back and forth with people. I don't want to do the he say, she say. I don't want to do the oh, I heard. Like, I I just don't want, I just do not have the energy. Like, honestly, I don't have the energy for it. And the energy that I do have, I don't want to waste it on things that I can't control. Just point blank period. I don't want to waste it on things I can't control. I can't control how you feel about me. So I'm not even finna change how you feel about me. You feel how you feel and your feelings are valid, boo. <laughs> I'm not going to take them for you, from you. But all I got to say is, don't come disturbing me in my peace. You don't like me? That's your that's your prerogative. I say all the time, I'm not, I'm not, I'm an acquired taste. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. It took me years to learn that because I felt like I was supposed to be friends with every single body like i feel like i was supposed to please everybody and everybody was supposed to like me but the older i get the more i start to realize like i am an acquired taste you either gonna like me or you not you either gonna love me or you gonna hate me and that's okay that is perfectly fine you don't gotta be my friend you ain't gotta be my sis you ain't gotta be my bro you ain't gotta be none of that you just gotta respect me that's all I ask. I'm going to respect you. Whether I care for you or not, I'm going to respect you. And all I ask is the same respect in return. That's it and that's all. And a part of respecting somebody is watching what you say. Your words have power. They um, hold weight. And they stick. They stick hard with people. And I want people to know that there was um, a situation. And I'm going to speak on this situation because I'm tired of holding stuff in and not speaking how I feel. So I'm going to speak on this situation. And I'm going to speak on it to the best of my abilities without offending or trying to offend anyone else. So there was a situation where someone who is close to me who also works with me and um at my job like I'm a manager like so um this friend well this friend got into a a situation at work right and it was an unfortunate situation and it resulted into um a little bit of who I won't say that word. It resulted it resorted to an altercation between said person and another worker. 
And when this happened, I was not at work at the time. I was scheduled to work. I was on my way to work. I had to make a stop. So I did not make it there on my schedule at my scheduled time. And when I got there, I heard about the situation. I wasn't there for the situation. So I still like don't know what all transpired, you know, how everything happened. I just know that when I got there, I was informed of what happened. I got everybody's story. And for the most part, the stories was consistent around the board. They all said that it could have been it could have been avoided. Um and the other person was in the wrong for what they did. Um and because they did what they did, this said person reacted to it. Okay, cool. I get that. And so once I got everybody's story and I got a kind of like a visual of what happened, you know, I instantly called and I checked on because um, one of the people who was involved in the altercation had come back up to the job and I seen that that person was perfectly fine and that all was well with that person. That person is no longer allowed. That was banned, whatever the case may be. Um, so I wanted to check on this other person, not only as, not just as a manager, but as your friend, like, are you okay, girl? You good? Like, you need anything? What's going on? Um, when I checked on her and she told me she was good, I said, okay, I'm glad you are. Like, and I genuinely was glad that she was good because I was like, wait a minute, like what? And, um, and I just told her, I was like, you know, well, it's my recommendation that you take the night off. You know, take some time, rest. A lot just happened. You know, get your head back in the game. We need you tomorrow. Come work tomorrow. Come ready. You know, ready to work and throw yourself back in there. So I then had to talk to, you know, I had to talk to the big boss to let him know, okay, hey, this is what happened. This is what went on. I wasn't here, but this. This is what I collected from all the everybody who was here. You know, he asked me to run the cameras back, watch cameras, and let him know. And, you know, from watching the cameras, I just came up with a conclusion. Like, what everybody was saying was right. She was not. She was defending herself. Point blank, period. Okay, cool. So, a couple days go by. Get a call from the the owner and he's like, Hey, I'm 90% sure that I'm not going to keep such and such. And I'm like, Oh Lord. <laughs> like, cause for what, this is my friend, you know, I don't want my friend to lose her job behind this. And for two, it's like, uh, dang, like really? So, you know, I thought about it for a couple days. Like, instantly in my head, my first thought was, like, I got to fight. I got to fight for her to keep her job because I don't want her to lose her job behind defending herself. And it wasn't really the defending is what, um, on to why he was making his, you know, decision, which this is what I thought it was at the time. 
So, like, I called him, like, a day later, and we sat down, and I sat down and had a conversation with him. And I found out that it wasn't really necessarily the altercation that made him come up with the decision to let her go. It was other factors that tied into it. So, I, you know, I listened to what he had to say. I heard him, and then I was like, okay, well, can I... Can I was no, I told him I was like, I respect you as a as the owner, I respect your decision as a boss. However, I want to just kind of like show you a different side, you know. Um, I get what you're saying about X, Y, and Z, and I get what you I get all of how you feel about this 100%. I do. Well, I was like, however, let's let's try instead of, you know, instead of firing her, like, I don't think she deserves to lose her job. How about we keep her, you know, how about we keep her and we, you know, put her back as a server, put her back as a server and um, let's see how it works from there. And if she, you know, if she does good and things do well and you don't have any more complaints or anything, maybe we can look into, like, promoting back up to where she's at. And he was like, you know what? I, You know why I respect you? Because you look at all sides of things and that's a really good idea. You know, she is a really good, a really great server. I really do like her. I love her. And um, I, I don't really want to. I don't really want to let her go. And he was like, we can work with her. We can work with her. And I was like, okay, yeah, we can do that. And so, like, um, we had that conversation. And he was like, okay, this is what I'm do. And he was like, he wanted me to do the scheduling, which was really her job. And I'm like, uh. And he was like, just for two weeks to a month. You know, until I find someone else. Or if you don't like, you like doing it, then I definitely find someone else. So I was like, okay, you know, we'll do a little two weeks to a month. That's nothing, you know. I'll I'll take on doing the schedule. I'll do the schedule. And so, like, um, after that, you know, I tried to have a conversation with her. Like, you know, we talked about that. He and I talked, and then we got off the phone, and then that was that. So, I'm, being the friend I am, I'm excited that you ain't finna lose your job no more. So, I text her. I was like, hey, I got some good news. And she was like, okay, what? And I was kind of beating around the bush because I was still at work. And I really didn't want to, like, talk about it through text. I really wanted to call and talk about it. So, you know, I text her a few things first, like, some, you know, just to get the whole you know business part out of the way you know I texted her that and then when I was done working I was I called her because I wanted to talk to her about the conversation that I had and I didn't get an answer and so I was like okay she's not answering the phone but then instantly I got a text message so I was like you texted me but you're not answering my phone calls like I want you to pick up the phone so I called again and I didn't get an answer. So I was like, huh, maybe she's busy or whatever. Okay. So she'll call me back when she's not busy. Um, 
I never got a call back. And it really slipped my mind to call her back because I was literally, I got off work that day. I went to my goddaughter's birthday party. Well, it was like, like just we sung happy birthday to her and we had dinner and cake. So I went to, went to that saying happy birthday. And then I left there and I went straight to work. So it was just like, I really just forgot in the midst of everything. I forgot to call her again. And, um, so the next day, the next morning, I had reached out to her and I was like, Hey, you know, I'm trying to see what, um, one of the employees availability is because at that point I was trying to do the schedule for the following week. And so I texted her and I asked her, I was like, Hey, what is such and such availability again? And she says, the weekends, why? Now, mind you, when she texts me, I text her like, it was like nine or something that morning. When she texts me back, I was already on my lunch break and I was laying down taking a nap. So when I did wake back up, I seen her text message. But not only did I see her text message, there was another text message because we have this little group message with me, her, and another one of our close friends. And she was just like... I don't F with Brie. And she was telling the other girl in the message, she was like, man, you cool. I don't F with Brie. She, um, you, she can go to hell. Da, da, da. And I'm like, hmm, what did I do? <laughs> that's, that's all I'm thinking. Like, what did I do? Cause I've been working all day. I had to talk to nobody. I haven't did anything like what is it that I could have possibly done? So I really, I, I text, I said, WTF is what I said. Question mark, question mark, question mark. And I didn't get a response. So I text her outside the group message because I was like, okay, clearly it's something that I, don't, I did that I don't, I'm not aware that I've done. So I need, I'm trying to figure it out. So I texted outside a group message and I said, what's going on? And she was like, um, sent me this message saying that I'm two-faced, I'm a backstabber, da 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 like just going in and that's why nothing good ever happens to you because you, you're not, a, you don't do good to others, da 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 and in my head, I'm like, what? You know, I don't set out to do people wrong. I don't set out to mess over people. I don't set out to um, deal people to short ends of the state. So I a little confused because the last time I recall I just went hard for you you know I just literally went the back for you so that you could keep your job so I don't understand how am I being two-faced or backstabbing because 
I didn't do anything too racist or bad savvy. And so, like, at first, I was just like, I'm not going to feed into this. Da, 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 da. But it just got to be too much. So, I had to speak on it. And I was like, I don't understand how you could say these things about me when I literally just went in. Like, I just went hard for you to keep your job. Like, how could you say that? How could you say I'm backstabbing or I'm two-faced? Like, what am I doing to backstab you? Because I am confused. Is it because I'm doing the scheduling? I didn't even want that scheduling. I didn't want to do it. I did it because my boss asked me to. And that was it. And that's all. So I was kind of confused. And then, like... Then I got angry because it's just like, you don't get to talk to me any kind of way. You don't get to say just anything to me and it's okay. Like, I don't care if you're upset or not. There's plenty of times when I'm upset and I don't say mean, hurtful things because I'm upset and I can't control my words. No, you don't get to talk to me foolish. You don't get to talk to me crazy. You don't get to do that. Like, I'm tired of effort. Please, y'all, forgive my language for this. I am tired of kissing people asses to make them feel good about themselves. I'm tired of it. I'm sorry. Forgive my, forgive my language. But I am so sick of that. Like, so often, more often than not, I suck up how I feel. I don't say what I want to say because I don't want nobody else to feel no type of way. Like, and I just be like, okay, all right. And I'm tired of it. I am tired of people giving me their asses to kiss and I just be kissing them. Like, I'm sick of it, honestly. Like, I'm so tired of it. Like, why do I always have to be the one that's got to be the bigger person? Wear the bigger pants. Like, no. Respect me. As a friend, respect me. As a manager, respect me. As a peer, respect me. Like, don't talk to me foolish. I've never talked to y'all foolish. Anyone. Like, I don't talk foolish or reckless to people. That's not what I do. All I ask is for the same respect in return. So I was really heated, like extremely heated that you would go in on me and you would say these things about me, but I'm literally the only one that's fighting for you to keep your job, literally. And it just really, it really hurt me more than anything. Her words hurt me to the core. And she was like, I'm pretty sure this is not the first time you heard this about yourself and it won't be the last. Is this really how you feel? Because no one ever has said that about me. Nope. I've never been called a backstabbing, two-faced friend. Like, I've never been called that. Is this how you really feel about me? Because people who really genuinely know me know that I go hard for the people I love and I care about. And I have the biggest heart ever. And I'm always going above and beyond for everybody. I put myself on the back burner 
a lot because I try to make sure I'm taking care of everybody else. Those words, they hurt me. They hurt me bad. And we had a conversation, but I just don't feel like, I don't feel like I don't know. You know, some things you just can't come back from. I think this was one of those things. Because not only did you hurt me with your words, but you also like, you really just threw salt on my name. You really made it seem as if I'm like this flawed flawed person who is just setting out to make sure you fail and that's not the case like you really spoke against my character and I don't like that I I don't like that at all and I'm trying to get past it I'm really trying to move past it and put my right foot in front of my left foot and just keep moving forward but words hurt And for you to say that in a moment when you was heated, that means you was already thinking that this has been in the words. And if that's how you feel about me, then I'm not sure if you, I should even have you around me. Why would you even want to be around me if that's really how you feel? And, um... I just can't shake it. Y'all just can't shake it. I would never. There's been plenty of times when I've been like, even even in that moment when I was trying to like tell her like that's not this is not what happened. That's not what went down. Like I felt myself getting angry. Like I felt myself boiling up on the inside and I felt myself saying some words that I wasn't going to be able to take back. So I had paused and I said this, I said, right now I'm getting really upset. I'm getting really irritated and really aggravated. And I'm just going to end this conversation right now because I don't want to say something that I can't take back. And I hung up the phone. (laughs) Like I get everybody's not on that level of control that I'm on. And honestly, it took me years of getting here because I used to be that person that what I said, what I thought came out. It took me years of getting here to be able to control my anger, being able to control my feelings. Like it took me a while to get here. And now that I'm here, I don't want to be brought up out of this. Like, I worked hard to get to this place where I don't where I no longer have an attitude because I used to have a really bad attitude problem. It worked it took a lot of hard work for me to get here where I I'm, I'm not the attitude person no more. I you don't have to worry about an attitude out of me no more. Like, you don't have to worry about a smart mouth out of me no more. You don't have to worry about me just being 
saying whatever. Like it took a lot for me to get here to this place. But when I was in that moment, like I felt myself reverting right back to where I used to be. And I just had to hang up the phone because I don't think there's ever in a scenario where it's okay to let someone pull you so far out of your character where all the hard work that you worked on is just gone out the window. So I took a step back and I and I had to hang up. And then we did have a conversation after I clocked out of work and we talked and I just, you know, she eventually said thank you for helping me keep my job. I appreciate that. But I just don't feel like the thank you came quick enough. The I appreciate it came quick enough because before we got to the thank you and I appreciate it, it was all the other stuff. So all the other stuff is still sitting heavy on me and I can't, I can't resonate the thank you. I just can't. And so like, I don't know where I'm at right now with that situation. I don't know if I can move past it and go on or if I just want to be like, I'm going to wash my hands with it and it is what it is. I'm still, I, I'm still working on it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not completely 100% set on how I feel or what I feel about the situation. So, um, yeah. But I feel like all of that could have been avoided if we would have just took the time to think about the words that was being said before they actually came out. Because now, in my mind, because I'm a thinker and I'm an overthinker, I done dissected that conversation 20 different ways, probably more. I've dissected that conversation and I just keep going back to you two-faced. You're not you're not the genuine friend that you put yourself out there to be. Um nothing that's this is why nothing good happens to you. Like yeah. I I can't get off of it. I've been not setting it. I done talked about it with my counselor, like, and it still just weighing heavy on me. And I'm I haven't healed from it. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't healed from it. And I don't know where we're gonna end up at. I don't know if the friendship is gonna be a friendship. I, I just don't know. But right now I know that the words that were said to me. They hurt. And even if there was an, a sincere apology altered, uttered, the words have still done its damage. It's still scarred. Still hurt. And... 
I'm just not sure if I can move forward from it. So, I say all that to say. When choosing your words, no matter what the, what the case may be, what the scenario is, what the situation is, when choosing your words, make sure you choose your words very wisely. Make sure what you're saying to people is something that you can come back from. And it's not something that's going to hurt hurt them. Like I said, everybody's not on my level of being able to of control. That's what it is. Being able to control your emotions. Because if you let your emotions control you, you're always going to be considered a, a hothead person or a person who just just goes off at any chance, at any sight of anything. I don't want to be considered that person. I don't want to be labeled as that person. So what I do is I take the time to think about what I have to say. And I encourage others to do so. Like, I really want to encourage you, like, before you pop off, before you go off, before you let your emotions get the best of you, think about how you would feel if somebody was to say what you are wanting to say to the next person. If somebody was to say that to you, Think about how it will make you feel. Think about how you would react to what they would say to you. That's my advice on that. Y'all, my time is coming slowly to an end. So I just want to say thank you all for... The ones who are tuning in on YouTube because I am recording today. So um, I am posting this on YouTube. So it's not live, but I have recorded it. So for the ones who are tuning in on YouTube, here you go. I appreciate you for the ones who are listening via the pod, um, via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever platform you're listening to me on. I do appreciate y'all so much. Thank y'all for tuning in today. And y'all know I can't leave y'all without my words of affirmation. And so what I have for you today is push past your path, push past your impatience because the need to rush outcomes contributes unhappiness. Beautiful moments are lost in the now. When you focus on the win of tomorrow, you cannot force life to give you your, you cannot force life to give you results on your timeline. You can only allow life to bless you with the miracles of divine timing. Be patient with the process that produces your plenty. Life is joy in the journey. I'm sorry. Life's joy is in the journey, not in the distraction. So, 
that's something for y'all to think about. Um, I want to say that last part again because I said that wrong. <laughs> Life joy, life's joy is in the process, not the destination. That's what I meant to say. So, um, y'all let that resonate. Be patient. You don't have to rush things. Let it happen. Enjoy the now. There's so much beautiful, beautifulness that's happening in the now. Don't focus so much on the when. You know, just focus on what's going on now. Live in the moment. Embrace the moment. Enjoy the moment. Like, if you can't enjoy the moment, then what makes you think you're going to enjoy what the future has to hold for you? That's just some things that you should think about. Um, I really do appreciate you guys for taking the time out and sitting and listening to me on this this podcast. And I will be back with you guys with another podcast, hopefully next week. I know I skipped the week, um, but hopefully we can get one next week. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And you all have an amazing day.